best. The Barefoot Punter, because your dirty foot Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, and the Modler is with us as well. And of course, we take inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to the Pope. Ever referred to anyone as a weak gutter dog, Mug? I don't think I've those words have passed my lips. No, Pope. Uh, why? <laughs> who, who has mentioned those? Uh, Canberra coach in his post-match press conference on the weekend. So, wow. never a dull week in rugby league. There's always something unusual and a bit different coming out of this sport. Mug and uh, just another week in the NRL. No, I, I must admit I missed that. I'll go to uh, Flossie. Big welcome to the program to you, uh, of, of course, to the modeler. Uh, modeler, who was uh, who was he talking to? Uh, it was one of the uh, young Penrith players. I think there's a bit of bit of history back in the juniors between, if you believe what you read, between him and and Ricky Stewart's son. So um, yeah, no matter no matter how bad a week you've had on the punt, you've probably had a better week than uh, Ricky Stewart's had. I'd say. Oh, and if they got stuck into him and said that that was no good, like if the majority, if the majority, yeah, but... yeah, or do they just say, "Oh, no, nah, it's rugby league. He's... That that's all right. That sort of stuff." Yeah, he's, he's found a few to defend him, Ricky. Remarkably, <laughs> so um, just just goes to goes to show the circus that it can be the NRL mug. Unbelievable. Well, uh, boys, I don't know if you caught it yourselves uh, on Friday night, but um, we had another challenger for game of the year on uh, on Friday night. That was uh, that was something. Uh, Melbourne versus Collingwood. That you know, I watch a lot of footy, and uh, and sometimes you can get a little bit sort of you know flattened by it every now and again. But um, geez, that was great to watch. I, I really thoroughly uh, enjoyed uh, watching that game uh, on Friday night, and. Um, you know, if that's a little bit of an indication of what finals might be looking like, then uh, really looking forward to the finals uh, series, that's for sure. Um, Pope, Fluke what, or intention, intentional mug? Go, say again, Collingwood, Collingwood's ability, Collingwood's ability to ice a game fluke or more skill, in your opinion? Oh, I don't think there's anything. Uh, I, I think the one against Essendon, <laughs> there was a fair bit of flukiness uh, to that one, but they were just so brutally tough and hard in that last four minutes in that game. I don't think there was any fluke about that. Um, they put themselves in a position to win it. And, um, and, and when they got that sniff, they held on for dear life. Like they were so desperate, so tough, so hard at the ball, really made it difficult for Melbourne. Um, so nah, no, no, no fluke about that Pope. That was a uh, real great, hard, tough pressure sort of stuff footy as far as I was concerned. Yeah, their ability to win a close game is amazing. Yeah, yeah, unheard of, I think, to win that many games. Um, but um, what do we see over in the NRL? Apart from coaches um, calling people weak gutter dogs, um, what, what else is happening over in the NRL, boys? Uh, well, Penrith proves any doubt is wrong without clearing law. That's probably the big story that they show they can do it without those two, so... Bit of an ominous warning for September, and maybe we're starting to weed out a couple of other contenders out of the mix in the bottom half of the eight. So it's increasingly look like looking like that um, there's very few challenges to Penrith potentially, Monk. 
And didn't they lose Kikau as well? They did, yeah. So that's even more unbelievable that they're losing uh, those two plus him and then still put on that performance. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk through it later. We've got Penrith v Melbourne this week and it looks a shell of a game that it could have if you have everyone on the park. But um, they are missing a few. What, what it means is probably very little really with three rounds to go. They've basically got the minor premiership mapped up. Mapped out, but um, from a betting perspective, we'll talk through that game later. Yeah, okay. All right, Modler. Well, I might go to you, mate, because I'm pretty sure you were top of the pops as far as uh, us three boys were concerned uh, with results. Um, but take us through them, mate. How did you go this weekend? Yeah, we'll start with uh, AFL. So, uh, yeah, probably a decent week there. Had uh, Hawks first up. That was a nice win against... Um, I forgot the play now. Uh, Gold Coast won it. Yeah, uh, good win against them. Uh, then another full stake I had on West Coast against the Crows. I thought they might have just covered at the end there, especially with Kennedy in rare uh, retirement form, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then a couple of uh, half stakers in the end. North, I was tipping up, uh, hoping Cunnington would come back in, but he didn't. But they still managed to cover yep. in the end. Um, Port uh, didn't, obviously. Uh, and then, yeah, I was Ken on the lines as well. And, um, yeah, it was sort of... Uh, quietly cheering home some super margins and the like at three-quarter time. And um, <laughs> by the end of it, I was just happy they covered the line. So uh, yep. so overall uh, in front for uh, AFL. And then uh, I think I was two for three in NRL. I had the Roosters uh, uh, the early game and Manly were no good. But then um, on the Sunday late game, I think it was the Knights uh, got home at odds, 270. I was tipping them up that. So that was a good end of the weekend there. Well done, mate. Great, uh, great set uh, from yourself. Pope, how did you go? Chew and chew, I was down so in a weekend of outsiders, started with the Broncos, who were nowhere near it and looked alarmingly poor on Thursday night. Scott Parramatta on Friday night, they went down to Manly and won. Again, Saturday, nowhere near it. Penrith were far too good for the milk. And then Sunday was on the Newcastle train yes. with a lot of trepidation when you got uh, on a bad team mug, but they got the job done with a few heart palpitations on Sunday. Now, well done, boys. That was a uh, that was a good call from you fellas. Uh, and for myself, Pote, I'm I'm in a bit of a rut at the moment. I think I've had about three weeks where I'm on the wrong side of it. Uh, I was on Port, um, so missed on that one. Tigers were far too good, and uh, Port Port were up for it for about a half, but uh, they they dropped away. Essendon, uh, disappointing. Uh, I don't think I was the only. Uh, one on that one, but uh, and then got Brisbane, so um, that was good to at least finish on on, on a winner. Uh, but uh, but yeah, only one from three for myself, Pope. So got to uh, got to start to turn things around. Um, and uh, for charity, um, we uh, we we had a good weekend for charity as well because of course we had the uh, I think we were Raiders, uh, Pope. Uh, we were fifty dollars on the Raiders, which we missed, but we were fifty dollars on Newcastle, which we got at odds, and then we were a full whack hundred on that Brisbane line, thirteen and a half. So it was a nice little uh, nice little weekend for the charity bets. Um, anyway, so that was good to see, um, boys. Did we see any bad beats on the weekend? I think the main one in the NRL mug and Karts, our man on Twitter, has yeah. spoken to it. So, so we'll give him due acknowledgement. But the Titans plus for starters are very hard done by if you're on around plus 16 and a half, seven and a half. It ended up jumping. Eight and a half at some outlets, but uh, it was 16 and a half, seven and a half most of the week. And a dubious pass late 
chin that and that also chin the unders in that game that also took the line over so <laughs> the two bets that aren't as enjoyable to have that take a little bit more of a big goal before you do is the plus and the unders and those punters had the courage to went go down that road at amy um didn't come away with anything unfortunately for them on friday night mug oh, was a big one and probably to a small degree west tigers who were the last well, they, they were a favourite, so they could have won that game outright late. They had a four-player overlap to at least send the game to golden point, and that I don't know why you'd have West Tigers in a multi, but they were they were a weekend of favourites that would have given multis the favourites card for the weekend too if they had won that game. So potentially a lot of multis knocked out with uh, West Tigers refusing to pass the ball late in that game, Mug. Yep, very good. Uh, I think uh, Karts might have thought I was winding him up, but I, I must admit I was watching that game the other night and I watched Harry Grant kick the ball up the field and um, and I think it might have been a turnover and then so Titans were playing. And I actually, I was like, ah, that one's done. They've covered. <laughs> then, then I realised later that they didn't. And I went back and watched it uh, the last couple of minutes just to see what happened. And, oh, my goodness, I, I did feel for Karts. So, uh, sorry, brother, about that one. Uh, no chocolates there for you, uh, big fella. Um, and uh, over in the AFL, uh, Pope, we had a couple um, that have come through. Um, Nick, uh, NBA down under. He felt he's a bit stiff on the 40-plus for the Tigers. Uh, they... they it was end up a 38 point margin. And I think they went inside 50 a thousand times in that game, but uh, still only managed to, uh, to get 38 points. So, so Nick NBA down under was a little bit upset about that one. And of course, the other one was uh, James Bonbarkus, I think, or Bom- Bombici. I'm not, not, not really sure how to say that. Um, his brother, he had a nine leg multi, multied up every single line uh, for the weekend and got, to the last hurdle, he had eight out of eight, which is just fantastic betting. Um, I don't think he had any of those in singles, unfortunately for him, but uh, but great betting. And uh, of course, got to the last hurdle with West Coast and uh, and Adelaide uh, got over the top of him. So a little bit of bad luck. That was, uh, he had the $354 uh, shot there. Um, only had the $3 stake, um, which uh, he wasn't risking much, but a fair, fair play to the man uh, to, uh, to to nail those first eight lines. Anyway, that's good betting. You would have felt pretty good about it too, Mug. The way Josh in his final game was slotting through just felt like it was maybe meant to be for the Eagles. So that's uh, ended up being a very bad bait. Yeah, a bit stiff, a bit stiff. Uh, all right, good stuff, boys. Well, um, only two rounds to go in the AFL. Pope, how many have we got left in the NRL? Got four. It's four. um geez, they've got to tidy that up, don't still, they? They start before us and they finish after us. They gotta they gotta bring it down. Yeah, it's a long home straight in the NRL. <laughs> it's a long home straight. Yeah. Um, all right, boys. Well, are we ready to talk some footy? Let's do it. We certainly are. All right, very good. Uh serve them up for us, Pope. Under the roof at Docklands, we start mug another. Ticking the box with a floating fixture here. St. Kilda v. Lions. Plus nine and a half, the Saints are. Brisbane come down to Melbourne where there's a big asterisk. What do you think in this one? If Brisbane are fair income 
and uh, are going to be a finals team. They should be belting St Kilda and belting them well, I think. Um, they should be clearing that line uh, without too much bother at all, uh, I would think. Um, but that's if they're a fair income team. And I'm not convinced that they are a fair income team. So um, no bet for me uh, here, Pope. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I have done and... Um, and this ties into the next game as well. If St Kilda win this game, that effectively makes the following game, the Western Bulldogs uh, GWS game, a mute fixture. And uh, and I look, I think I think the total over in the uh, Western Bulldogs GWS game isn't a bad bet uh, as it is as a standalone. But um, but if St Kilda win that game, as I say, that becomes a complete uh, dead rubber. So I think you can multi St Kilda head to head into the total points over in the Western Bulldogs uh, GWS game. So uh, to me, those ga- that those those two events are related. Just a lot. Of this this is a strong start. This is mugging his sweet spot here. He's finding them early. This is going to be this is going to be a good podcast. Uh, Modler, can you find a bet in Saints v Brisbane? Yeah, I've got a slight lean to Brisbane here. Um, I suppose both teams nominally have a bit to play for. Brisbane will be looking to rack up their percentage and hopefully crack into the four. And Saints obviously playing for a for a final spot. Um, so there's still a bit of uh, you know there's a bit riding on this game, I'd say. So not worried about motivation so much there. Um, not many ins or outs that I've seen at the moment. Archie obviously misses with concussion. I think Robinson might come in for him. Um, so as it stands, I've got Brisbane just shy of a dollar fifty. So uh, yeah, don't mind them at the dollar fifty-seven at the moment. Fantastic, thank you, Modler. Uh, Mug, I'll let you continue on with any thoughts on Bulldogs v GWS, which is a thirty-two and a half point line with Marvel. Quick turnaround for Marvel. Second game within eighteen hours. Yeah, that market's really got a, a hurry along. Uh, we opened up there as low as 23 and a half. And, uh, and Toppy now have got that, what, out to, yeah, 32 and a half. So Taranto out, well, uh, out still. Uh, we got Toby Green now not going to play. So the list just gets longer for, uh, for GWS. Uh, a young Peatling um, copped, a, copped a knock, so he's probably going to miss um, as well. So, yeah, it doesn't look great for the Giants. This is probably, you know, if the Saints don't win and the Doggies are still alive, then, yeah, Doggies should clean up GWS. By that many, 32 and a half, not too sure. Um, With Toby Green out, I think that makes it tough. I think I've said before uh, on the podcast, I don't like backing Giants teams without Toby Green. Um, So tough to be on the Giants here at the big line. I wouldn't be getting too carried away about backing the doggies at that line either. So probably a uh, probably a pass. As I said, I I don't mind that uh, that overs. I, I liked it a lot more when I thought Toby Green was still playing <laughs> uh, that overs. But um, I think if you're going to have a bet, that overs bet is probably the one I'd be leaning towards. Yep, all eyes on the total points in that one by the sounds of it. Uh, Modler, have you got anything in this one? No, nothing at the moment. With Green out, the model's pushed uh, GWS's price out to five sixty-five, so just just over what the market's showing there. So, yeah, no interest for me in this game as it stands. Great, thank you, Mark. Adelaide Crows v North Melbourne. Rather ironically, 
Wayne Carey's two former clubs in uh, another big week for Wayne. Uh, minus 31 and a half. The Crows are over at uh, Adelaide Oval in this one. Yeah, I started off at 37. They'll get McKay back. I think that brings it down to about 35, 34. So I'm around the mark. Probably have a slight lean to North Melbourne. It doesn't look like Adelaide are going to be uh, rushing any of their young stars back. Uh, Looks like they're taking a cautious route uh, with those young boys. So, um, yeah, you sort of wonder about the motivations of of both these groups. no, Cunnington, he's not going to make it, which is disappointing. Um, but look, Pope, probably no betting. This is not, not really a game of interest from a betting perspective for me, but I do know that it's a betting, uh, <laughs> betting game for someone else. Uh, so I'll hand it over to the modeler. Yeah, well, it was till about uh, 10 seconds ago. I didn't realise Cunnington was no good. So, um, Well, I, I, was, I was wrong last week, Modler, so <laughs> I could be wrong again. But the report was that um, they're going to give him – he's pulled up sore and they're going to give him another week in the VFL. That's what they said. So, Okay. Yeah, got, yeah well, so I've got them about 350 uh, with him in. I don't think he pushes the price out that much with him out. So good chance when I rerun the model, they'd still be a lean, but um, probably only – yeah, half stake at the line. They've they've covered a few lately, North. So I'm probably happy to, to throw up a half stake on the line of, on them at the moment, and maybe wait and see uh, a bit more when teams come out Thursday. Great, thanks, Mother. Uh, Mug Suns v Cats, which is Gary Ablett Junior's two former clubs, but uh, no pub fights for <laughs> Gary this week. I don't think uh, at Metricon the Suns are 19 and a half point outsiders. I see they're going to make him a life member or they're giving him life membership. Um, yeah. After he held him over a barrel and told him to get stuffed and he's walking out no matter what. <laughs> so like, I, was, I, was, I was like, oh, geez, okay. All right. Well, that's fair enough. Okay. Uh, I thought that was a bit strange, to be honest. But um, anyway, uh, I was at only, 19. Say, um, Pope? Only sold his house on the Gold Coast 18 months before. <laughs> Before yeah. his leave, was pretty, pretty keen to get out there. It was Gary. Uh, I was uh, I was nineteen before teams, Pope. I think with teams coming back, we're going to get Selwood, Dangerfield, Row, um, potentially Gary Rowan, uh, Blitz uh, potentially comes back as well. Like so, there. I mean, Joe, there, there's there's ten or twelve points worth of players uh, straight away. Um, a little bit of weather. Uh, around uh, that I'm a little bit concerned about, but I think I'm going to have to find myself in here, Pope. Like 19 points against a team that's running out a bit of petrol. They got beaten against Hawthorne on the weekend and and we're not going great. Um, Geelong are the best team in it. And I tell you, there's two blokes that don't like slowing down against bad teams. And that's Tom Hawkins and, uh, and Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy Cameron loves beating up on uh, on small teams. So maybe there's an angle around. Uh, and they're both good wet weather players too, because there's going to be a little bit of rain. I think the biggest, stronger bodies of Geelong in the wet, um, you know, they should still be able to put a decent score on, on Gold Coast, I think. So, yeah, I, I'm going to have to be with the Cats here, Pope. Yeah, it makes sense, Mug. It does look a bit skinny on paper, I would have thought. Uh, Modlo, do you concur with... Mugs thoughts in this one? Uh, yeah, just by the slightest amount. I've got Geelong just shy of the market. I've got them at dollar thirty-two, so probably not even enough for a bet with me. And that's with Danger, Selwood, and, and uh, yeah, Blitz in. Um, so yeah, assuming they're all in, I've got a slight lean. Um, and if any of them don't happen to, to get up, then um, yeah, I'm going to be right on the market there. So 
probably uh, not enough for me to bet at the moment and another another one to wait and see on Thursday, I think. The, uh, the the super coach or the fantasy players and and punters, you always got to have your, <laughs> your heart in your mouth a little bit betting Geelong early because uh, <laughs> old Scotty, geez, he's the worst man. He he's uh, <laughs> he's forever making late changes. Uh, Mug will go to MCG. Uh, a lot of games around this sort of dollar thirty favourite this week by the looks of it, and demons are in that sweet spot as well. Dollar thirty two favourites. Another day reckoning for the Blues here, Mark, who are 20.5 point outsiders. A little bit of rain here as well, I think, uh, Pope. It's going to be a little bit wet uh, over Melbourne over the weekend, which is a bit disappointing because I really did think without Crip, I don't know if we've got the official result in, but I, I just cannot see him getting off that uh, that charge. I don't know if we've got... Yeah, it's just, just been coming out, he's upheld. So he's, he's, yeah. he's definitely out. Yeah, yeah. So um, with Crips out, um, <laughs> are they going to win a centre clearance, Carlton? It doesn't look like Kennedy's coming back either, Modler. I don't know if you saw that in the uh, in the notes. Um, so it doesn't look like he's going to come back. Um, doesn't say anything about Pittman. I couldn't see any notes around him. But um, so I don't know if he's coming back. Look, 20 points. The one thing that Melbourne probably can get pieced apart a little bit is the turnover game. Like they've got no forward pressure and you've got Saad and Doherty and those guys that run the ball out quite well. So maybe they can get them on the turnover. But, um, but geez, off a loss, you'd be hard-pressed to go against Melbourne here, I think. Um, my lean is Melbourne, Pope. I'll probably just stay out. Thanks, Mug. Modlo, are you leaning the same way in this game? Yeah, sort of pretty much as as Muggs mentioned, I've got a slight land of Melbourne, dollar twenty nine. That's with Crips out and Martin out. Um, yeah, probably not enough for me to bet into the dollar thirty two at the moment. Um, yeah, I'll probably yeah, I'd say I'll leave this one alone for now. Great. Uh, another short price favourite, Modler, uh, over in the West in the Derby. We've got Frio, 35.5 point favourites, and a dollar fourteen against the Kennedy Less Eagles. Can you find a bet in this game? Yeah, I can. Probably, unfortunately, for, for my own brain, I can. It's, uh, yeah, with Kennedy and Kelly, looks like missing as well. I've got a, still got a slight lane to West Coast at 540. It's probably borderline sort of half stake uh, on the line there. Um, you, you hope they find a bit given it is a you know a local derby. Um, but yeah, I'm not overly sort of thrilled about throwing that one out there, but sort of have to follow the model with these kind of things. Um, so yeah, half stake on, on West Coast there. Great. Thanks, Modlo. Mug, any bet for you in this game? Yeah, I'm the other way there, Pope. I've got to be with Frio here. I just think uh, home team, um, you know, they got a bit of confidence from that game on the weekend. Uh, there'll be 60,000 pur- purple strong in there on the weekend. And, uh, yeah, Kennedy, Kelly. And you look down West Coast injury list, like, <laughs> it's a long list, man. They're, they're, they're missing a lot of players. And I just wonder how much emotional energy they actually exhausted last week in trying to get up for that game for Kennedy. Um and I'm sure they did. I'm sure they lifted for that game to try and to win that at home for him. Um, I just don't know 
how much is left in the well for West Coast. And they come up a team against Frio that I think will be looking to grind their nose into it. Um, and percentage could be important as well. Um, oh, no, actually, they're on, the, they're on the draw, aren't they? So that won't matter for them so much. But, um, but yeah, look, I think West, uh, Frio will, uh, will want to smash them up. And I think they're, they're better anyway. So, look, I'm, I'm, it was cheaper earlier in the week. I think we're at 28, 29, uh, 29, but still, I still think at the 34, 35 that we've got now, still think it's a bit. We've got the mug and the mother opposed in this one, fellas, which is uh, a bit rare the last few weeks. They've been fairly regularly aligned. Mug, Tigers, to continue with the theme, and doll 36 favourites against the Hawks Sunday afternoon at the G. I feel like this is a bit the same as the Geelong um, uh, Gold Coast game and maybe a little bit the same as the Melbourne Carlton game and maybe even a bit similar as the, the Brisbane St Kilda game. If if the Tigers are fair dinkum, they should smash Hawthorne here. Like this might be one for the punters just to um, go 40 plus and, and just go, you know, like <sighs> we're not that good. I don't think they're, they're talking about Mitch Lewis coming back. Like as a Hawthorne supporter, I'm just sort of like, just leave the boy be. Just let him, you know, rest. He's, he showed his wares this year. He's done really well. Just let him rest for the rest of the year. The Tigers will be, I think, dog hungry again. I was, I was actually pretty impressed with the Tigers on the weekend. Uh, they bought an intensity um, that I, I didn't think they had in them still, but they did. They bought it on the weekend. And uh, if they bring that again to the Hawks, they should belt them. Um, that's, uh, yeah. But let's wait and see. The, the 20, the, the 19 and a half, 20, it's not overly getting me excited. Uh, as I was saying to you boys before the show, you know, you might even want to just think about 40 plus Melbourne, 40 plus uh, Richmond, 40 plus Geelong. Um, and I think one of them will, will probably cop. Um, or you might even just go the other way and just want to multi them them in or something like that like a lower lower risk higher reward type strategy um for for this these types of games yep makes fair sense uh 40 plus lane for mug mother your numbers have had a bit of a brown and yellow tinge to them this year does that continue here no it doesn't i've got yeah this game right on the market sort of not real close to having a lane either way um so i'll probably sit this one out um yeah, just quietly excited at the uh, the multi angles that, that Mugs decided to throw in six weeks. So <laughs> yeah, might uh, might have to get involved after the podcast. I think. Like it's uh, cracker uh, at the SCG on Sunday afternoon. Mug Swans v Collingwoods. I'll let you take it away from here. Yeah, my number's a bit lower than the market, uh, Pope, and um, and the models as well. Like they, they they look like they're lumping for Sydney quite solidly here. I'm not quite there with them. Um, you know, the, the pies have been so good. Uh, my numbers have had to respect that, and um, yeah, my number was down at ten. So I have a lean uh, to the pies here, um, but uh, <laughs> there's something feels like I'm, I'm missing something or I'm, I'm not reading something right. So I'm a bit nervous to pull the trigger um, at this point in time. Um, I don't know if I'm, you know, there's a player thing that I've missed or, or something, but um, maybe we'll hand over to the modeler. He might be able to shed some light on it. Yeah, I've, I've not seen sort of much player movement either in this game. Um, typically it tends to happen with the Sunday games. There's a bit of movement come, uh, you know, when the Sunday squads get announced on the Friday, but yeah, um, 
Yeah, I've got a very slight lean to Sydney, which is, uh, I guess, surprising. I've been on the buys the last few weeks, if only slightly, but definitely had leans on them. Um, so, yeah, they're obviously in some rare form at the moment and, and even rarer that they, they keep winning the close ones, but that's sort of jumped off from this week. Uh, again, at the dollar forty-two, I'm not real keen to be betting into the dollar forty-five, but um, yeah, might wait again until teams are announced and updated throughout the week to see what that does to the to the malls price. Great, thanks, Mother. I don't think we need to spend too much time, fellas, on S and V Port Adelaide. So all eyes go to that first game and a little bit of a out St Kilda into overs multi on Saturday afternoon. So they'll play there to start by the end of it. So we might just get to our Fingers ready to get on topsport.com.au for that one. All right. Very good, Pope. Well, let's uh, let's flick over and uh, and get ready to talk some NRL with you boys. So the first one that we want to speak to, uh, guys, and it's on Thursday night. Jeez, really looking forward to this one, Pope. Penrith, uh, minus four and a half. These numbers must be wrong, Pope. Penrith, minus four and a half at home versus the Storm. Jeez. Pope, where do you want to be here? There's that many moving parts to this one, Mark. It's it's hard to land on it. If you go to nrl.com.au and have a look at the outs in this game, it gives you an impression. You've got Kafusi and Hughes out for Melbourne. We've got Fisher-Harris out for Penrith. So there's a a lot going on in players that are missing here. With all that, you throw the balls in the air and I I land slightly on Penrith's side in this Mm. one, Mug. It's... um, Melbourne's right side defence has been very leaky of late. And one thing Penrith do, even without clearing laws, they don't concede. And I think they can find points on that right-hand side defence. That, that's probably the key to this one. So all animals are home sides. I'd probably jumping on pretty early in the week from my point of view. So I think that ends up above six. Yep. So I'd be getting on pretty soon at the uh, minus four and a half, minus five and a half, what's out there at the moment. Modler, can we line up? No, we can't in this one. I'm, mm. uh, yeah, with all the ins and outs, I'm got, still got a slight lane of the storm at about 235, so uh, probably enough for a half unit into the 250. Um, and I guess on the flip side of what Pope's just mentioned, if, if that yeah, if that price is expected to blow out, uh, Penrith way, maybe have a, a bit of a wait and see and see if you can get the, uh, the magic six and a half line and, and cop a bit of insurance that way as well. Yep. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, next game we want to speak to guys is uh, is Parramatta and uh, Para playing Souths at home. Two forty five. The Eels a dollar fifty five. The Rabbits four and a half. The line. Pope, talk to us. Traditionally in this fixture, Rabbitohs have hammered Parramatta in recent times. I think the last five matches, Souths have won by thirteen plus. And I do side that way here in terms of back in the back in South at minus four and a half here. I just without Moses, I said last week it didn't matter so much against Manly, but I think it will matter against South. So I think South are probably the second most informed team in the comp at the moment. So um, and Latrell's playing very well. That's enough for me here, and that's away from home. I'm on South minus four and a half here, and probably a bit of 13 plus as well, even though, wow. okay. um, even though it's relatively short at $3, I think it's worth, there's still a bit upside there. Pope, I had a look at the stand-in uh, halfback for uh, Para, 
um, the other day. I, I, I took note of that. He does not look like someone who should be playing halfback. He's, he looks like he looks like he should have been in that fifteen hundred meter race in the uh, in the Commonwealth Games. He's a weird looking unit. Well, well, he is a coach's son, Muggs. So read into that what you will. <laughs> yeah. I was like, geez, this bloke doesn't really look like he's cut out for the role, uh, this guy. But um, he actually played quite well, though, I think. He did a good job. Yeah, he did a post-match interview that was uh, unique as well, Mug. And in it, he basically said, I just need to play my role. But I don't think you can do that against South. I think you need to be, bring, yeah. bring a bit more to the table at halfback. And I don't know if he has it in him. So I just think South will have uh, too much from it. Combank on Friday night and the other one in that game, even though it's a high number at 46 and a half, I could only be on the overs in that game. Really? Still, these are these are two high scoring teams. There is a bit of rain around Sydney, but um, it looks a pretty light touch on Friday night. So I think it's worth investing in the over 46 and a half there as well. Okay, so that's a double bet for us there. So Pope's on the para, uh, the para train, and uh, and uh, no, sorry, on on Souths the minus at, at para, and also on the over. Okay, very good, mate. Modler, can you line up? No, no lining up here. I've got para right on the market at two forty five. Um, so yeah, probably uh, as it stands, going to be sitting this one out. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, boys. Another good match up here. We got uh, the Sydney Roosters uh, taking on the Cowboys. A dollar sixty-two. The Roosters. Uh, Two thirty. The Cows. And we got three and a half. The line. A little bit each way. Um, Modler, we'll go to you first. What do you see here, mate? Yeah, going to stick with the Roosters on them last week, and we're going to stick with them again here against uh, against North Queensland. Um, I've got them right on twos on. Uh, so into the dollar sixty-two on. Quite happy to throw that one out there as a bet. I think um, there's a bit of a question mark about um, the Roosters hooker. So uh, yeah, it's probably yeah, it's probably a bit tricky to to know what's going to happen there. But uh, yeah, as it stands, assuming he plays, I'm I'm happy to be involved. Pope, can you come along with the modeler? Nope. In vehement <laughs> disagreement. Oh here, really? Mark, unfortunately <laughs> for the listeners. I'm, I'm putting a bit of uh, drama into it, but you're basically saying Roosters, with hunger and advantage, you're still saying they're a better side than the Cowboys at this minus three and a half, and I just can't have that. I think Cowboys have earned the right to say that they are a good side in this year's competition. So I think it's a juicy price for the Cowboys, and I'll be backing them head-to-head here and a little bit of 13-plus as well, I think. I think there's a bit of a false form on with the Roosters. They, they were very good against the Broncos last week, but Broncos were very poor as well. And their three wins prior were against uh, impotent opposition. So I think it's a pretty soft four-match winning streak, and I'll be on the Cowboys here, Monk. Whack! Jeez, Pope's really uh, came out solid there, Modler. Um, <laughs> the boys uh, opposed uh, there. Uh, and uh, the last one I think we wanted to talk to, it's uh, the Modler's Newcastle Knights uh, taking on the Broncos. This time they're in enemy territory, though. They've got to travel up north a bit further than um, than probably where they'd like to be, that's for sure. Uh, $1.10, the Bronx. Very short price. 18 and a half the line. The Knights back the other way, $7. Modler, talk to us about your Knights. Yeah, it's going to, uh, Modler's going to lump on them again. We've been on the last few weeks and we're going to stick with them here. They obviously got the choppies last week against uh, the Tigers. Um, so I've rated them 475. 
so pretty happy to be, uh, yeah, I guess, well, actually not overly happy, but I'll definitely <laughs> throw, <laughs> throw them out there anyway. And, and again, yeah, that <laughs> I'm happy to, uh, to be involved in as well. You've got, you know, that insurance of, of three converted tries. So, uh, yeah, obviously more involved in the line than the head-to-head, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll put that one up. Okay, good. And, uh, and Pope, for this last one that we're talking about, can we line up? We we can a little bit. I, I probably don't have a strong view. Like as you've touched on recent weeks with AFL, Mark, these teams that are out of contention and got off-field murmurings, you on them with some trepidation, and they can get up for a week. Newcastle got up last week, but then they can go missing as well. So, but I think it's a biggish number for a team that's not playing that well, Broncos. So I can certainly understand Modler's angle, and I do tend to agree in this game, Mug. Yep. Okay. Um... So a bet for you there, Pope, or? Yeah, uh, yeah, bet for me. And I don't think there's any rush to bet it. I can see this keep continue to go north towards 20 and above as the week goes on. So for the listeners out there, I wouldn't be in any rush to back the plus just yet either. Yep, okay. All right, fantastic. Well, good to uh, good to have you boys finishing off on a uh, united front uh, there at the end. Um, so, boys, we better uh, we better try and make sense of all this and see if we can't put together a, a charity bet uh, for the weekend. Um, how are we going to piece this together, you boys? <laughs> is, is Newcastle the bet? Is that the one? Um, or uh, I know, Pope, you were quite keen. Maybe I have to go to each of you to spend $50. Maybe that's uh, the way to do it. Uh, but it can't be on the same game, of course. Um, where do you want to be, Mother? Where, what, what's your best? Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll probably go the safe option and go fifty on the on the ninth line. I'd say fifty ninth line. All right, and we'll uh, we'll reserve our uh, we'll hold back a little bit um, to bet that, and um, we'll just see what if we can get some more movement in that line as well. And and I'll um, I'll perhaps just tweet out the final line that we take, and um, and just to let the you know just for transparency purposes, just so uh, everyone knows where we're at. Um, Pope, uh, where do you want to spend the other amount? I think we didn't touch on this game because it probably isn't that interesting, Mug. But I think we can go fifty dollars on the Dragons plus as well. Might be we've got a bit in the kitty, so I think we we don't have on. Dragons plus against Canberra. Just having a look at Modler's numbers. He seems to concur there. And and I tend to agree that's um, Canberra a bit short in that game. So I think we go 50 on the Dragons. The Dragons at five and a half. And I think we, we, we got the uh, the better side of the line there with $2 as well. So um, we'll, uh, we'll grab that one. And then in the yeah. AFL, Modler, where were we lining up? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, we both like Brisbane, I think, on the... Opening game, did we? Or were you, were you on the fence there? Uh, yeah, I was a little bit on the fence. I probably have a slight, a very, very slight lean to St. Kelly. I do think Brisbane should. I mean, Brisbane should absolutely piece this team up. But, um, yeah. Well, otherwise, it was the Ds. So I think the Ds might have had a lean on, did you, as well? I yeah, well, I feel the same way about the Ds. Yeah, all right. Let's... Um, let's uh, let's go... Should we just go 100 on the, on the Ds? Yeah, sounds good. Let's do that. All right, 100 on the D's line at uh, at 20 and a half. 
and hopefully that's still available after uh, after the news of Crips uh, landing officially, uh, but I think it will be. Um, alrighty, boys. Well, as we know, uh, all of our uh, information that we talked to you tonight is, is brought to you from Top Sport. Uh, they're a fantastic bookie. Uh, they support us. They support the show, and uh, and they support the punters out there who are betting with them. Uh, they're a great organisation. Been in it for thirty plus years. If you're not with them yet, get there. Sign up to topsport.com.au, and of course download the app but uh but boys we've had a good chat about the uh upcoming round uh we've done our uh, our charity bets hope i think it might be time can you sign us off i think it is time mug gamble responsibly but more importantly gamble to win